Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 132 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So I am loving this new format and I hope you are as well. Let me know by scrolling down and subscribing and also giving me a five-star rating, but only if you're loving it. Is that a deal or what? (laughs) Okay, a lot of times we feel unhappy and it stems from this feeling of not being in control of our life. But we actually control a lot more in our life than we think. I mean, too often we carry around this list in our head of things we need to do or think we should be doing. And sometimes it's just a matter of things we just aren't scheduling because we think it's going to be a hassle or we're afraid it could be bad, so we avoid it. (laughs) Well, I want us to feel in control and happy because life is supposed to be fun. And when we're having fun, things fall into place a lot easier. When we avoid things, we're actually prolonging the negative feelings, and a lot of times it isn't even as bad as you think. Now, I understand avoidance because I grew up in a household of what I'm going to label just for a minute as avoiders. (laughs) My family, meaning my mom and dad and siblings, will avoid anything if it's uncomfortable, especially if it's a conversation or maybe a finance issue we aren't certain about. And let me tell you, medical issues, buried, way deep. If you avoid it long enough, it goes away, right? No, (laughs) if only that were true. But it's the opposite. And deep down, we all know it. But sometimes it's just more pleasant not to think about it. I mean, we say, well, I'll think about it next week. I'll do it next week. And then next week turns into next month, then the next year, and we know how that goes. Well, we are the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Crew, and avoiding is not going to be our label. And if it is, we're going to rip it off right now, because these are things that we control and we're just not doing because we're afraid of the answer, or we're afraid it's going to be tedious, or whatever excuse you're giving yourself. This last week, I got an invoice in the mail from my accountant, and it was for $650. And I had just paid that amount the week prior, so I assumed it was a duplicate. But I was also kind of like, surely it's a duplicate. I hope it's a duplicate. Yep, I convinced myself in my mind, definitely a duplicate. So I just ignored it. Now, if any of you know my husband, or maybe you're fortunate to have someone in your life like my husband, he doesn't leave anything to chance, and he's the opposite of an avoider. He checks everything twice and is never late. So he sees this invoice on my desk, and knowing how I am, (laughs) he of course has to say something. So he asks, why is that sitting there? And I nonchalantly say, oh, I'm pretty sure it's just a duplicate. I paid that same amount last week. So he being him says, well, did you check with him to make sure? Now, one of two things was going to happen from here on out. One, he would ask me about it every day until I addressed it. Or two, I would just go ahead and address it immediately. <laughs> I picked the lesser of two evils and I made the phone call. And sure enough, I'd been paid, I'd paid it and I could throw it away, which I did. Now, left up to me, I would have cluttered up my brain with that little bit of concern that 
possibly I could have owed another $650 and I probably would have avoided it. But if I really did owe it, they would have charged me interest. And if it went long enough, it could start really affecting other things. It would have gotten worse if I avoided it, not better. Once I made that phone call, I was able to remove that little clutter from my brain and legitimately not worry about it again. I really did feel so much better. Why wouldn't I just do that to start with? Because our brain is designed to keep us safe by avoiding things that we fear. But we have enough to think about in life without adding to it by avoiding the things we control. That would be kind of easy to fix. And they'd go a long way in decluttering our brain. Now, I've come up with a list of five. And they may seem random to you, but mentally, I believe they'll hit on several areas where um, you may be carrying the weight of it around to the point you may not notice it anymore. And you may not relate to all of them but it might trigger something else you've been putting off. So here's my list. Number one, your cluttered closet. I mean, you've been staring at it so long, you probably no longer see it. (laughs) Number two, how about any bulbs that are burned out in your house or that thing that's broken and you don't know how to fix it? Number three, that phone call or email or text you've been avoiding. Number four, and this is a big one, um, and this is one that I think you might think is random, but getting on the scale. Get on the scale. I'll explain that in a minute. And number five, just schedule something fun and out of the ordinary. All right, so let's break these down. Your cluttered closet. Just go ahead and set the timer. Take an hour. Go through your closet. Take out anything you haven't worn in a year. This is the cause of a lot more clutter in your brain than you realize. I mean, it makes getting ready much more difficult when you have to sift through all that. And let's be honest, (laughs) you know there's only about five to seven outfits in there you wear anyway. I mean, we're afraid of getting rid of things because what if I want to wear it again? Trust me, you can free up lots of space in your head by making space in your closet. And I've never missed anything I've given away. Not one time. Especially if you've given it to a homeless shelter or Goodwill where someone will put it to good use. Alright, how about the bulbs that are burned out or the small things that are broken around the house? Is it because maybe you are out of bulbs? <laughs> or maybe with all the new energy efficient options, you don't know which ones to buy? Well, I'm going to fix that for you right now. I always love the bulbs that are warmer. So that translates into a 2700 Kelvin bulb, okay? And you can find the wattage that you need if it's in a lamp. They'll have it on the lamp base somewhere, the max wattage for the for the lamp. So you're all set. Now, I kind of prefer 40 watt bulbs and a 2700 Kelvin. So that may make it a little easier for you. Now, worst case, you can order them and change them in a few days, but I'd prefer you to go to Lowe's and accomplish it today, whatever works for you. And what if there's something broken you don't know how to fix? I think you should call a handyman and you could ask any Facebook group in your area for a good handyman and you'll quickly get some good options. Let me tell you, they're ready to let you know. (laughs) You know that. If not, then just Google how to fix it. You know you're not the only one with that problem. And this will actually do more for you than you think because now your home feels complete and welcoming when you come home instead of a reminder that you have things left undone. It's a really good feeling and most of the time a quick fix. So what about the phone call or the text or the email you've been avoiding? Just rip the Band-Aid off. Do it. Type it up and send it. 
that uncomfortable call, it's probably not as bad as you think, and avoiding it only makes it worse. So don't overthink it. This carries a lot of weight in your brain for many reasons. I mean, you've probably role-played that conversation in your mind so many times you don't even want to admit it. And that takes up a lot of brain brain power and energy. So just go ahead and have the real conversation. So many times I've felt so much better after making a call I had been dreading. Okay, now, this scale. (laughs) This is touchy. I know that. But you're cluttering your brain with denying where you are or being scared that it's worse than you think and not wanting to face what that scale says. But here's the thing. All that noise, that's making it worse. I mean, we tell ourselves, again, we'll address it next week, which turns into next year. You can figure out how that works out. But all we're wanting to do right now is figuring out this is where I am. Get very okay with where you are right now. We didn't get here overnight, and we're not going to fix it overnight. But if you get on the scale, you see where you are. It might be better than you think, but it could be worse too, and that's okay. You know why? Because now you'll know, and you can proceed accordingly. It doesn't matter either way. This is really just about not avoiding it. It's about clearing your mind of that clutter and that worry. You're in control of that one thing about your body right now. You can know where you are with your weight by getting on that scale. And I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to stop avoiding it. In fact, I want you to decide that you're going to celebrate whatever number is on that scale and love yourself for it because that's reality and that's also your starting point. So love the person that you are so much that you want to be healthy and you want to feel good and you want to know your starting point. Nothing in the past matters. So let go of the uncertainty of where you are. And finally... Schedule something fun and out of the ordinary. Sometimes we go through the week and everything is the same, especially in 2020 and 2021. Hello. Things have been so weird and we've almost become unwilling hermits. (laughs) So schedule something fun and out of the ordinary and you don't have to, to go out of town for this. You can do it in your own city. Now, I have a friend and accountability partner that I work with once a week on five questions. And one of the questions is, what are you doing that adds joy? makes you feel alive, and inspires you. Now, it makes me do something new and fun every single week. Our brain loves new experiences. This last week, Eric and I went to the Botanic Gardens and fed the koi fish right here locally. And some of you might be like, oh, yeah, okay, that's really exciting. But look, they're huge. And they're fabulous, and it brings me a lot of joy. I have a video of it on Instagram if you'd like to see. (laughs) This one gives you something to look forward to, and it empties your brain of the feeling that everything is the same. So my challenge for you today is to stop right now and unload onto a notebook page the things you that you've been avoiding. Now this will get it out of your brain and onto paper where you can see it. There may be five things or there may be 50 things. I don't know. But I do know one thing. Your brain is designed to keep you safe. And a lot of times that involves avoidance. So getting it out of your brain and onto the paper is a a huge first step in doing that. You don't have to do anything else with it right now. Just having it written down will clear your brain of the need to constantly worry about it. And then it'll be able to process which ones to focus on first. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together, and I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.